This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with nonstop passion and nonstop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show. Hello, everyone. This is episode 31 of the Lingaholics podcast. Ian here. Um, lots been happening. Lots on the move. Um, yeah, uh, it's been quite the weekend. Uh, it's not pod Sunday today. It's just uh, a Monday pod. Um, first and foremost, uh, just before I talk to the fellas here, um, the polyglot world, uh, everyone was rocked pretty hard this weekend with the sudden and um, unexpected death of Mozik McCormick, uh, Mozik McCormick, Laoshu, 55,000, uh, polyglot hero of mine. So um, just to all the polyglot world out there, friends and family, Moses, we're thinking about all you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll talk about Moses because uh, he's, yeah, big, big influence with me. But um before we jump into that, uh, lots been happening. Not so much with me, but watching what's happening with my friends, um, especially mis dos amigos aquí en el podcast. So, uh, which direction do I want to go? Let's go. Let's go west. Let's go to Vancouver, to the V town where uh, Senor Cody Hartsburg is. Uh, he's about to embark on across the across the Pacific again but he's getting things taken care of in vancouver so um let's go to vancouver check in with cody who uh who put on twenty five thousand steps today cody how'd that happen yo yeah i'm here in i'm here in van city baby yeah and yeah i uh i'll tell you about like my day so well yesterday i got to the airport and i went to my airbnb and yeah. my Airbnb was was horrible, and it, like, it kind of it put me in a in a bad mood, and it just like wasn't a very good start to everything. So I'm really glad I decided to switch here. I'm in a new hotel now, um, but yeah. So today I woke up this morning, and I took the train to the Sea Island. Have you guys ever been to Vancouver? Well, Marcus, you've been to Vancouver, so do you know where the Sea Island is? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable here. The Sea Island, where is that? I'm gonna look up a map. Can you explain that pinch. It's been uh 14 years since I've been to Vancouver. Yeah, so um, basically, the Vancouver airport is on an island essentially, and it's um, 
So if you look at a map, there's like downtown Vancouver is here. And then there's like another section of city here. And then Cody, there's how, an island. How is this going to work? If we, like if we have a podcast, you got to be more. To, uh, oh, yeah. The, the video way. screws me up. Okay. So describe, just describe. Yeah. It. Basically the north. So in the north, there's downtown Vancouver. And then south of that, there is like another section of the city of Vancouver. And then south of that, there is the sea island. Oh, the sea, but that's that's only the airport. Yeah, it's pretty much just the airport. And there's a bunch of other buildings related to flight and airport things there. And apparently one of the COVID clinics is there because that's where I had to go get my COVID, um, uh, my PCR test. So I had to take the train down to the sea island and then I had to like walk probably about 40 minutes to get to my appointment because the train didn't like go anywhere near there and i'm too cheap to afford a taxi right now so i was just like whatever it'll be a walking day i've got don't admit else that to do. don't admit that yeah, it's good to oh get come steps, on man. whatever it's good to get steps though yeah i got a little too <laughs> many city. steps today though. like my legs are killing me right now <laughs> cody you're balling you got a hotel room and everything yeah, well, whatever. Anyways, so I got my COVID test and then I walked back to the train station and I took the train downtown and I had like a big chunk of time before I could go pick up my passport. So I went out to the waterfront and I walked all along the waterfront to Stanley Park. And if you've ever been to Vancouver, you know, um, if you walk like along the waterfront to Stanley Park and back, that takes you a good at least an hour. You so, see any coyotes? What? You see any coyotes at Stanley Park? There's oh, been, no, I didn't There's really been reports too... of maulings there of late. What? Okay, you're fine, though. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go too far into Stanley Park, so I didn't see any animals. I just kind of, like, stayed on the shore. Because, uh, I mean, being like being an Alberta boy, I'm not really used to being by the ocean. So I wanted to just stay by the ocean and appreciate it while I could. And um, and then, yeah, and then I walked back into downtown Vancouver and I grabbed lunch and I ended up uh, getting out some money and exchanging for Korean won. And I had to walk around a bit more for that. And then I had to walk over to the Korean consulate What's the what's the exchange rate on Korean won? Uh it's eight eight hundred seventy-five won for one dollar right. No, wait. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's eight hundred seventy-five yeah, won for bigger $1. currencies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's quite a lot. So I ended up getting um I exchanged four hundred and fifty dollars and I got three hundred and ninety-four thousand won. Right. So yeah, it's it's quite a lot of like a large quantity for sure. But um yeah, and then after the con so I went to the consulate and I um I ended up just going to pick up my passport and they yeah, like I was telling you guys earlier, they gave me a sheet of paper, which I'm not sure I'm not sure what different countries use different visa systems, but um that was the first time I'd received a piece of paper for the visa. I was a little thrown off by that because when I went to China, they gave you like a sticker on your passport and it looks a lot more official right but at least it's at least like a nice quality piece of paper mm-hmm. like it's not just like regular printing paper forestry painter paper 
Well, I don't know. My, I, I guess, I guess if it's the visa, then all right, that'll work. But um, I, I just, <laughs> you'll find just, out. Yeah. I just thought it was a little strange, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they let you in with that. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Scam. Yeah. So then after the consulate, I went back to my Airbnb. So I, I walked to the train station and then um, the, the, the Airbnb wasn't too far from the train station, but it was like a fair walk. And and then I had to go there. I got locked out of my Airbnb because the freaking door was broken. Classic. Yeah. Like just like there were, there were quite a few things wrong with this. Cody, Cody, where was your Airbnb specifically? It was like halfway between downtown and the airport. Okay. So in that part of the. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then I gathered all my stuff there, and then I had to like trek through this residential area with all my crap and take it to the train station, get on the train, and then get off the train station and go to my hotel where where I am now. So that that was my day. I'm I'm pretty wiped right now. <laughs> oh, That's pretty sweet, though. Okay, so that PCR test. That had to be done within a certain time frame before your departure. Yeah. And they're the only clinic in Vancouver that guaranteed that you'll get your results within 48 hours. Oh, 48 hours. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the time limit? Is it 48 or 72? Because it was 72 for me. Yeah. So what the what pretty much every country tells you is that you need to get a test within 72 hours of your arrival in the country. And uh, that's just basically what the clinics go off to. Um, and, but yeah, like all the other clinics that I looked at that um, in Vancouver, they were they said that you that they wouldn't guarantee you getting your results on time. That's weird. So that's so everyone who travels internationally goes to that clinic. Well, I'm, there's probably some traveling urgently. Yeah. But I mean, like you have to do that. Everyone has to do that. Like everyone ha- is in urgent need of a negative test result. Yeah. So I don't know why all these other companies don't make guarantees. They probably that's crazy because then they don't get business. They don't make yeah. guarantee. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I don't know. That's it's really weird. But um, yeah, I'm not sure if I explained this on a previous podcast why I had to come to Vancouver to do this. Did I? You probably did. Just quickly, why are you there again? Yeah, so the reason I'm here is because my original plan was to mail my passport to Vancouver uh, because there's no Korean consulate in Calgary, so I had to give it to the one in in Vancouver. And they were going to process everything and then send it back to me. But when I sent my passport with, with Canada Post, I was afraid they lost it because it was supposed to get there within one or two days. And it, it took almost two weeks to get there. And there was a week where Canada post was telling me, it was like, eh, we don't really know where your passport is somewhere over the mountains. <laughs> yeah. So I, when it actually got there and I was talking with my school and everything, um, I'm already, my departure has already been delayed quite a lot. Like I should have been there a month ago so my school was kind of 
getting a little bit urgent and was saying like, hey, okay, like, would you mind maybe going to Vancouver and not relying on Canada Post to screw things up? And I was like, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I didn't want to rely on Canada Post frigging it up again. So I just decided to come to Vancouver and just pick it up in person. In and Vancouver. Then, Beautiful yeah. city, though, man. Oh, yeah, it's not amazing. the worst place yeah. to, mm-hmm. to have to stop. Yeah, for sure. A layover. And tomorrow layover. you got the day off, right? You got a free day to do whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I'm just going to... Uh, like i'll walk around but 50, not 50,000 steps yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna walk for the whole day i'm gonna walk um i'm gonna walk like all the way to to abbotsford if you know where that is abbotsford. it's like way inland <laughs> walk on hey. walk on water go say hi to my aunt in victoria <laughs> yeah i can how take how far is the boat ride to, Vic- to victoria is it's that a day far. trip is that a day trip yeah you could easily do a day trip yeah, morning you could go to victoria no man, I don't want to spend any money. I'm cheap. <laughs> Come on, you got a job, Cody? <laughs> I don't have. I don't, yeah, but I don't have money yet. Eres un hombre muy trabajador. No, no. trabajador. Okay, so that's... yeah, I think that's um, yeah. So tomorrow, I'm just waiting for my test results to come back negative, and then I'm good to get on the flight. And peace out to Korea. Korea. Yeah. So that that's enough about me. What about you, Marcus? Yeah. Well, look at, all right. So Cody's out west. Marcus, you're out east. How did you get out east, first of all? This is the whole part I want to hear about. So um I had a 70 <laughs> no, it was more than that four-day road trip <laughs> you whatever 30 Wednesday. 32 yeah. hours or something like that of driving from um, calgary alberta to Strathmore. right yes. now i'm outside of toronto ontario so that takes four days you can do it in three days if you're really serious but mm-hmm. i would advise against that because <laughs> that's insane <laughs> that's absolutely insane yeah so um i had a road trip and I loved it. I absolutely yeah, loved it. It was fantastic. So a lot of people, a lot of people probably think, oh, doing a 32 hour road trip, like I would never do that alone. Like, oh, that, that would be so horrible and lonely and yada, yada, <laughs> yada. I essentially, I went through two Pimsleur programs in that time. I went, one, I did the first two levels in, of Portuguese. So that, that yeah. itself is almost i didn't do exactly i didn't finish the i'm on the 23rd episode on the second program but i probably finished 20 20 hours or so yeah. of pimsler probably did 20 right? yeah not not really that's why i did 20 said 20 instead of 25 it's like 22 minutes 23 minutes 25 minutes okay. so i i'd say yeah. i i'd approximate it uh, a a rough a rough approximation of 20 hours of Pimsleur. Now, can you imagine doing 20 hours of Pimsleur and enjoying it? Uh, I'd have to have an epic road trip. Like, I couldn't sit on my couch and do that. Oh, I couldn't do some, that either. I'd have to have some scenery. I loved it. It was yeah, awesome. Man. I would I would love to. Do, I'm actually really jealous that you 
that you got to do a, a cross Canada road trip because I've always dreamed of doing that. Sim. Mm. E agora falo português também. Português. Português. <risos> português. Muito fácil. Português muito fácil. Carro. Muito fácil. E nem carro. Carro. Double R. R. Yeah. Muito R. Falo português. Estu, estu, you, eu estudo português nem carro. Sorry? Did you mix it up a little though? Like throwing some German, throwing some French. I did mix Spanish. it up a little bit. I didn't go little, straight. Uh, so like everyone's Swakito in a while, shuffle. I, I did a little swikito shuffle, but the vast majority of the trip was um Portuguese, Portuguese. Yeah, man. That's like that compressed intense amount of time. Like that's that that takes a while if you're just doing like like I built up. You a do that, it's a base. month and a half because Pimsler recommends you do one lesson a day. I finished so like two a months, month a month and a half of language learning in one in four days. Yeah, yeah man. So that intensity. So And I mean, like, I, I can tell a difference. Like, the difference right. is already. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, you know, like, just watching. I started watching the head. Pele documentary on, on Netflix. Yeah, man. And I mean, like, I could, like, uh, uh, he speaks so clearly as well. I can actually recommend that documentary. Like, he speaks very clearly. And just after doing, like, 20 hours of Portuguese, I was like, huh? Kind of understand this. Portuguese, Portuguese, and then like Portuguese. But what I do, I, I I watch that with Spanish subtitles. So Portuguese. It didn't have Portuguese. I look. I watched the first 20 minutes too. It didn't oh, have yeah. Portuguese subtitles. I was bummed out. Oh, yeah. So I was like, all right. Spanish. Yeah, I was. I just tried the straight listening. Um, not bad too. Yeah, um, but I gotta say that Portuguese is arguably my new favorite language. <laughs> Why is that? Because like it sounds it's awesome. New? No, it sounds awesome. <laughs> like it sounds so cool. Don't you think? I think the accents and everything you put on it, it's sick. A little more of a roller coaster. It's sweet. Spanish. It's sweet. And I have to concede that. It's way cooler than Spanish. Uh, like just, yeah, like you're just the way you hit those accents and the sounds coming out, like. Seriously. Yeah. I love it. I um, so any like uh landmark highlights between Calgary and Toronto? So this is how it works, right? You want me to go through it? Well, just give some highlights. Not the lowlights, the highlights. Yeah. Okay. No, no, they're all there's no lowlights. There's no I'll low go through all the highlights. I thought Lake Superior never. I'll, I'll go through all the highlights in chronological order, right. or or uh, geograph geographical order. Okay, right. so the first part, Southern Alberta, is sick, because the yeah, Badlands. Because in the had, beginning, yeah. like Strathmore, it's kind of flat and boring. But then after a while, you get into the Badlands. Oh yeah. And the Badlands keep going, and they stretch into Saskatchewan, so it's like this very arid climate, and it's hilly as well. So it's like driving through. It's like driving through a desert, essentially. Yeah, that's nice. I bet it looks, you know, it reminded me a lot. I've never been to Utah, but I've been to Arizona. And it kind of reminded me like that part of the States, but like a little bit less deserty, mm-hmm. but still very arid. That makes sense. Yeah. So Southern Saskatchewan was really cool. Like from minus all those cities and communities, but like the landscape <laughs> was really cool. <laughs> so all the way to that drive to Regina was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Okay. And, and after Regina? After Regina, I was basically in thick fog. 
all oh. the way to, to Winnipeg. Essentially, oh, thick that fog. Might've that might have helped. That might have helped. But it was still like not 100% straight until like the last three hours, probably before Winnipeg. Okay. Right. It was really flat. And then after Winnipeg, um, so Winnipeg is fairly close to Ontario. Like it's located very, fairly close to Ontario. So when you drive, when you, when you leave, when you exit Winnipeg, you hit Ontario pretty quickly. Um, or you hit, you definitely hit the fort. You get out of the prairies really quickly. You're out of the prairies within an hour and then you hit forests like coniferous forests, like pine trees. Mm-hmm. You said that's like, like Sweden. Okay. So not in the beginning. In the beginning, there's this like weird prairie pine tree forest type of deal. Mm-hmm. And after a while you get into the hills and then the highway stops. The highway right. stops. It goes into one of these like alternating one, two lane traffic with um, like you have the opposing traffic coming on the same road, like the opposing traffic is coming on the is is placed. On yeah, the same it's road. just a two way highway. It's right? a two way highway, but it yeah. like mm-hmm. it, it's an alternating two and one lane highway. So like you have, so it's like one direction is two lanes, and then it, that goes into one oh, lane, and yeah. then the opposing yeah. traffic right. has the opposing direction has two lanes. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's like yeah, that. Yeah. Plus, the speed limit goes to ninety. Not right. that anyone respects that, but it still goes ninety. Yeah. Just like whoa, like I'm gonna drive on this for like a thousand kilometers, and I can only go ninety kilometers an hour. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but it's sweet because it looks a lot like Sweden. It looks like Central Sweden in Northern Ontario, which makes sense because that's where all the Scandinavian Scandinavian immigrants went, like right north of Minnesota. Like in that area on northern Ontario, Minnesota area, there's a lot of like a lot of the towns are, are named after Swedish and Norwegian towns, I guess. Right. Which is kind of sweet. So, yeah, northern Ontario is cool. It goes on forever, but it's cool. Uh-huh. Right. And Thunder, Bay. Thunder Bay. Th- Thunder Bay is weird. Uh-huh. Like I've the town is weird. It's not very nice. <laughs> yeah. The environment is, is nice and like the view of the, the lake and everything, but the town itself is kind of gross. Okay. <laughs> Thunder Bay, Ontario. Still love you, Thunder Bay. Okay. Still love you. Jonathan Taves. Sorry, bud. Oh, he's Manitoba. No worries. No, Johnny Taves is... No. Okay, Duncan I'm Keith, a distant then. relative of Jonathan Taves. Wait, hold on. Because Taves is my great-great-grandmother's last name. So. Wait, no, wait, right. what? Yeah, I'm like John. Oh, he Taves. is from Winnipeg. Okay, so who's from Duncan Keith? Yeah, I am related Bay. to Jonathan Taves somehow, some way. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. He's also from Winnipeg. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah so Winnipeg, I'd, I'd rather Thunder live Bay. in Thunder Bay than Winnipeg. So sorry, John. Rather Taves. live in Thunder Bay? Yeah, Winnipeg was something else, man. <laughs> Winnipeg's Holy. awesome. Winnipeg's awesome for a night or two. Um, okay. Then you finally, then what, Sudbury? Sudbury was also not the best. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what was pretty you cool? finally made it. You know what hmm. was a pretty cool place? Uh, I, I don't remember how to pronounce it, but there's this French. Sault Ste. Marie? Sault Ste. Marie. That's what it's called. Mm. That place is sweet. La Francais là-bas, quoi? Wait. Oh, so here's the thing. I was at Tim. I stopped for 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Tim Hortons and Sault Ste. Marie. 
um and the people there inside like there were like an elderly couple that spoke french and i was like oh this place is 100 french but then i talked to my friend who's who's actually spent some more time there he's like no it's super anglophone mm-hmm. so i got a little disappointed but it's pretty cool because it's 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 beautifully located right in between lake huron and lake superior right it's right, right. in between them and it's a border town as well. So half of the half of the place is in the U.S. and half of the place is oh, snap. oh I didn't know Ontario. that. Yeah, like Minnesota, uh, Michigan. Oh, it's Michigan by then, right? Mish, yeah. Border cities, and it was just like a really cool environment. Nice man. So rocking the Pimsleur the whole time. Rocking the Pimsleur. Portuguese, <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm planning I'm planning to come visit June 29th. You're gonna love the drive, but take four days, unless you're really serious. Holidays, man. Holidays. Take four days. Yeah, take your time. Enjoy. Tranquilo. Get through. I would stop. Honestly, I wouldn't do the Regina to Thunder Bay drive. That's too far. It's too far. (laughs) I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Do like do like Regina. I don't know. Cousin, man. I would honestly. Regina. I know a buddy that owns a bison farm in Winnipeg. So yeah, do Make do Regina, happen. Winnipeg, Thunder Bay, Sudbury, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm passing that all the way. Then so your that's... longest drive. Then your longest drive is going to be Thunder Bay and Sudbury. But that's a nice drive. And if you start, if you start at eight, you'll be there at eight or before eight at night. With stops. Yeah, man. Cross country roadies. So. I've done I've done Vancouver. Yeah, I've done lots of west coast and south of here, but the east remains unexplored. So yeah, man. My calendar's marked. Coming. Coming. Following suit. I'm looking forward. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna love it. Fun. Just make sure to have a full Pimsler program at least. Full Pims. Two Pim. of them. Heck yeah. Yeah, I got a few Pimslers. I've never I own the Farsi Pimsler. I own Two Arabic Pimslers, a Punjabi. All right, so which Pimsler, which Pimsler program would you do if you did that drive? Ooh, well, if I'm if I'm in a dabbling mood or a reinforcing mood, you're in a dabbling mood. Like you're in like okay, let's start a new language mood? now and like obtain a uh-huh. a good base by the end of this road trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, so the thing about Farsi um like that's like it's such a pain in the ass to learn that language via script like i don't want to learn the arabic script which also is farsi uses as well like that same script so that's one i just want to listen to i want that's a language i want to learn uh auditorially or how is that the word was that the word via audio yeah um, so um yeah man that's probably what i i do because i've i've dabbled with it a bit before Iran's always an interesting country. Um, so, and I, and I just happened to own that one. Um, what's a good road trip language? Oof. Yeah, if I wanted a little easier time, maybe I'd opt for like Czech or something because I already know Ukrainian. So, you'd be a lot of cognates happening there. So, would, the brain wouldn't have to work as hard. Or maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe I just get wild and just like, all right, let's do Italian the whole time. Just like, Italiano. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good question. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. On, uh... I would steal. I would steal your Arabic Pimsler course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Arabic too, right? Same case for for Farsi. I think. Well, I own the first. Uh, I don't own it actually. I I accrued it via old methods on the internet. <laughs> I have the first Egyptian <laughs> Arabic. Pimsler. and disclose um, stuff like that no i know i know but statue limitations though and yeah. i do own i purchased back when they were like friggin' expensive like a hundred plus bucks a course i own arabic the the not the modern state i have the levant one like the syrian arabic one so level one and level two of that and there is a level three i never did buy that one but you know what pissed me off when i because i bought this in edmonton uh once i like started going to edmonton public library they have all the pimslers there <laughs> oh what seriously like a free library card and you have all the pimslers so if you're in a big city uh near library old gold go ask uh i don't i don't think calgary is quite as good but edmonton they had like everything pimsler they like like you know how pimsler has like twee um like they have like kind of more they don't have catalan they do not have yeah they have some omissions for sure yeah they're definitely missing a few but they got a lot still so they, they, got, irish, they got irish right so um if you just want to like drive around listen to irish on pimsler <laughs> and you can do it for free if you're if your local public library has access and they don't totally worth asking for so they gotta have it in toronto oh man yeah totally i'm trying totally. to think of what my first non-romance slash germanic language should be what are you feeling man what are you drawn (sighs) towards russian i feel like i identify with russians a lot i feel very russian sometimes it's uh yeah it's got that slavic girth to it right it's it's the mother of all the slavic yeah of slavic languages i think it'd be russian because honest i don't have an imminent urge to dive into like either mandarin or arabic right right like i need some type of urge to do that yeah i think i think especially uh what you notice with russian is like verb conjugations are pretty much identical to how Spanish or Romance languages conjugate their verbs. Um, like the first person, second, and yeah, formal. okay, but the verb co- conjugations aren't the hard part, right? It's the no, cases. it's not the cases, and then also the uh, imperfect, imperfect, and perfective verb right, tenses right. to use. My That's big problem. My big problem in life. My big problem in life is that I don't have enough time to focus El on tiempo. all this. El tiempo. Because I'm doing... The biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. as intense as I am about languages, I'm even more intense about, like, science. Right. <laughs> I'm, right try- I'm, I'm trying to have a balance, right? But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, the, the science is putting bread on the table. Of course. So my big problem here, and it's 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 actually quite frustrating because i like mm-hmm. doing both mm-hmm. a lot yeah um and there's all this 
all this stuff that I want to do. And basically the name of the game is just trying to set up your life in as an effective manner as possible to, to do all of that, to kind of combine it. You need to combine That's it. That's really what it is, dude. It's and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try, I'm, I'm going to try to convince my boss to hire some Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know this guy named Cholo. But I mean, like I told you guys at the Airbnb I'm staying, like the El Dueño, the owner, he is from El Salvador, who used yeah. to live in, in Montreal. Yeah. He speaks yeah. Spanish and French. So I mean, like, as soon as I got a a whiff of that, I was like, oh, yo tengo muchos amigos de El Salvador también. Me encanta las pupusas. Yeah, man. And then after that, I was her favorite guest. Yeah. Oh, all right. We got Cody back. Cody, what are you doing? Um, Me encantan las las pupusas también. Me encantan las pupusas. Sí, claro. Sí, señores. Um, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if you can see this in the camera, but I got a little sunburned today. (laughs) Oh, boy. Your camera quality isn't good enough. 25,000 steps. Yeah, man, I was soaking sun. up those ten degree rays. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you guys. All this language talk—it's uh—it's kind of got me. It's a somber topic, but I think we should. I don't know how you guys react to death exactly, um, especially like public figures' deaths. But um, Cody, you sent the message to us in the group chat on Thursday night via yeah. Reddit. Yeah, that's right. Of yeah. uh. Moses is passing and dude, I, I didn't believe it when you first sent it. Um, I, you know, I, I had was, a hard time believing shock. it as well. Yeah. I was like, just like, no, that's, that can't be right. That's just something. And then, yeah, yeah, man. And then Thursday night was kind of a fog. And then by Friday morning, it all like come to light that Moses had passed on. And um, yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Like, Cause it was like a little trickle that Thursday night. And then by Friday, uh, it was a full on barrage. So um, just so, I mean, if we we're any listeners that are locked into the polyglot community, the language learning community, you definitely knew about Moses McCormick before you knew about us. For sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy man. Not necessarily. Guys. Okay. One or two, but dude, this guy's a legend. And uh, Legendary. um. Yeah, like I've been following him since 2013. Like, uh, so basically, how I got into the polyglot community is, I uh, I was about to teach my first ever Spanish class, and I like Googled like language learning tips or whatever because I was like, this is in 2012, and then um, I was like, okay, I learned Spanish, but then how do I teach it now? Kind of thing, and I stumbled on Benny Lewis's so the fluent three months blog. Do you guys know the blog? Yeah. Benny Lewis? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then, oh, okay, cool. Here's a guy. And he's like, I think at the time he was living in Brazil, learning Arabic, about to go to Egypt kind of thing, like those cool missions. And and then these polyglots are just like kind of collaborating with each other, right? They're just doing videos with each other, chatting with each other and um, kind of bouncing off each other's energy. And yeah, like lo and behold, here's this guy, Moses, who I swear, like he never left Ohio, like, ever like here you got benny lewis going all over the world you know all the other polyglots but then there's this guy in ohio that's it basically 
<laughs> and dude, he's riffing with humanity, man. <laughs> like, yeah, his videos. I got them on in the background here, and like, it, they're just incredible, man. Like, there's so many languages of that he just connect with people. Like, like he definitely had his strongest languages: Mandarin, Korean, um, Japanese. Like, Asian, I think was definitely more of his like his gig. But then that meant nothing. Like, he was so willing to talk with like anybody and just seeing people's reactions so um yeah so it was, it was really it was a really weird weekend i watched a lot of tributes to him um just yeah man kind of made me think about why is it i do what i do why is it that i do this podcast with you guys and you know what's like, really sad yeah like, like the except for the obvious fact that that he passed away yeah um like imagine how insane or not insane is the wrong word but how how incredible remarkable his uh brain was like imagine how much work yeah and dedication went in, yeah, went into to creating his brain yeah and it's it's all there on youtube right right but right. the brain isn't secret. there in real life anymore no no i mean but in terms of all the evidence to all these languages that mm. he dabbled in because his videos go back man so i discovered him in 2012 2013 he's like he's got videos from 2008 right. 2009 and he's just like like this is how you speak bulgarian on like a little whiteboard and it's like <laughs> and man he just he just built on that over all those 12 years just like these tentacles reaching in to all these different languages and it's incredible man and but yeah you're right his brain like that's ins- that's he, crazy it's, it's yeah it's fascinating when he's meeting about. someone like he's in a supermarket and you're like oh are you are you vietnamese no are you cambodian no are you are you chinese oh you're chinese well, he's like but if they were any one of those people he could have talked to them in that language um yeah. so and then just to see people's the people's reactions in his video. I mean, we could talk about this too, about um, like using foreign languages with strangers. Cause that was, that was his big, that's how I'd say he came to stardom is that he would just go talk to strangers. For sure. Yeah. Right. In foreign languages, but he gets lots of reactions. The majority are like positive and shock, but then a lot of it's just like, they're just looking at him like almost in disbelief. Like mm-hmm. you're speaking to me in, yoruba like <laughs> nigeria and but i don't know it just i think it was it's he must have gained the skill and the confidence to to talk to people over time but like okay like even so you mark how did you discover that lady like the el salvadorian airbnb host <laughs> was french and spanish like because i assume you spoke english to start yes but i can tell by the accent but then I wasn't like, so it's kind of taboo to ask people straight away where they're from. You don't do that. Right. Yeah. That's I not know. courteous. That's, you can't do that. Right. But Moses um, kind of got around that. Yeah. Like he he kind of got around it. So what I, did I just in such waited. A tactful way, I waited for an in. So okay. at some point she told me, because I asked like, oh, como esta? Or in English, I was like, oh, like I was talking about, I was asking her about her day. And she was saying that she was watching some type of Spanish uh, soap opera. 
There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I was like, oh, so you speak, so you've, you've, mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was like, so del Salvador. And then after that, right. that was my end. And she was not offended in any way. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah that's what I do. When I, whenever like I suspect that someone is a native speaker of a language mm. that I speak, is like I just I wait for that in I because mm-hmm. I don't go like I wouldn't feel comfortable going around doing what Moses used to do and like just randomly asking people where they're from. <laughs> but so he, I right, just, like, he some... got to his inn right away though. Some oh, people yeah. take yeah. offense to that. Yeah, that's that's the problem, right? Yeah, like and especially that's something when that you're I a white guy realized. going around asking. Yes. That, like, yeah. And that's something that I have been ignorant to in the past, but that I've learned mm-hmm. over time that you can't go around asking people where they're from. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. should be wary about doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because a lot of his reactions, the people aren't like say offended or nothing. Like they respond to him in English. Right. And then he just keeps replying, like, oh, like, where'd you learn it? Like that. They say that in English and he responds. And it's all about that armrest, that language armrest. All right. That's not an armrest. That, no, that's not the point I'm getting at. It's just there's like a, there's a nice synergy there of like, okay, okay. Like they, they don't know who he is. He's a stranger, right? Mm. It's just uh, a stranger speaking this language that probably nobody else has come up to you and spoken. So it's, it's not like they're vying for English practice and he's vying for like it's just such a the shock and awe. So the way he just kind of like you said, he gets that in. He just it's just so you have to watch lots of his videos just to see the different types of reactions that he gets, man. But just regardless though, he treats it so lightheartedly and laughs at the mistakes and just mm-hmm. you know, he's all about genuine about interacting with the people. And I, I honestly think that was what, like, it was the character. I like. I think somebody else could go do exactly what Moses is doing right now, but it's not gonna have the same impact because just the way he did it. I have yeah, questions. Right, for yeah. sure. I have a question. Has he gotten any criticism ever? Yeah. For his that, method. Yeah. Yeah. He has. Um, and what? What is that criticism? Uh, I think. Okay. I think it's two part. So and actually, so I watched Richard Simcott's whole live stream this morning or recorded live stream, I should say. Um, and he kind of mentioned how back in the day and even maybe still recently, like Moses got criticism for um, kind of, I don't know, like too much breadth, not enough depth, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing. And then just other people. So he had his own courses too, the FLR method, which, oh, front level oh, okay sorry i forget what flr stands for right at this moment i should know that but uh i think some people just disagreed with i don't know his, maybe, maybe his so ideology his right philosophy. but it, it clearly worked for him and mm-hmm. he was very about so basically with moses he saw how things are being taught in the classroom and he was just like okay i want to know things where i can talk to you in a supermarket aisle so it doesn't, it's not hard to think about what that would be. It'd be like, oh, um, have you learned, how did you learn the language? How long have you been studying? Have you been to the country? Um, do you have a family member? So he would kind of think of all these things beforehand. And then that's like the first thing he'd go learn in the language. He'd go learn that in Somali and he'd go learn that in um, Tagalog. 
right? He would, he'd already, with all the experience he'd accrued, he would know what to expect off those. Like, he's not going to obviously be talking about like real estate in the truck. <laughs> be asking him, like, wait, how did you learn this? Like, where did you learn this? Have you been there? Like, is your girlfriend, is your wife this, that? Like, and so that's when you just watch his videos. He like, he anticipated that. But that said, like, then they'll, they'll kind of weave around and he's, he did a lot, man. Like, and then, and this, when he didn't know, you didn't understand something, he just admitted it. Like, he's like, Hey, like, mm-hmm. what was that kind of thing? And like his laugh, man, is such an infectious laugh. Like, yeah. Just, right. That's what I like about um, his videos a lot. It's yeah, the, like whenever, whenever he, whenever he laughs about something, you just can't help but smile. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, like he'd be that guy. He's like, so like Josh talked about like the snobby lot. He'd be like the exact opposite. Mm-hmm, if he was ever exactly. one of his, like he'd just be like the coolest guy to hang out with. And uh, yeah, man, it's just like watching these videos, just a just a character, right? And I mean, there's so much of his content on YouTube now to like still watch, but like it just it's in, it's what blew me away is I okay I knew he had a million followers on YouTube. But then just the outpouring once he passed away, like how many people he influenced. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, criticisms, like any criticisms toward him are clearly outweighed by the the impact yeah, of course. that he had. Of, right? Obviously, of course. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just, I was just curious about yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we what got the criticism few. was. I think, like, obviously what makes this such a tragedy is the fact that he was so young. Like, he was only 40 years old. Yeah, or just about to be 40. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. And seriously, man, like, uh, like we're watching that interview he did with Stephen Kaufman last year. Like, hey, that's a guy in his 30s. Like, he's just trucking along. And here, here I, I didn't know some of his medical history like he did have a stroke in 2015 i guess it was mm-hmm. and then uh yeah so apparently so the um the gofundme for his funeral uh because it said something about heart complications so yeah yeah just other youtubers like there's just one youtuber today like he was just like man like this guy he said he was 32 34 in the video and he's like holy how life can just get like snatched from you like that so and like moses himself man just like live your absolute best life and he did that man he did that with these these languages and um yeah so it was just like watch people's reactions this weekend was just like holy like this guy was he was big he was really big and he yeah he's huge for me like if i had to if you were to ask me at any time, like, who are your top three polyglots? Like, he are he might be close to number one for me, for sure, in terms of influence. So, um, so yeah, man, it's with the spirit of that, it's like, whether you're doing one language or 10 or 20, like, that's what I've loved all the eulogies. Nobody can pinpoint, pinpoint how many languages this guy spoke. Nobody can. Like, like you see what's, something. What's the like, range? 20 30 50 100 man nobody knows <laughs> i think that's kind of the beauty of it like it's kind of a mystery it's a lot and like you said he just riffed with humanity man that was his life so um yeah and i think and what he got a lot of he's gotten a lot of recognition for is just like 
like un unstudied languages, right? Like, um, you guys heard of Hmong? I think it's in Burma. I've heard of it. Yeah, right. But like, who who knew a ton about it until like where, I see, where is it spoken? I believe this is in Burma. Um, oh yeah, I've yeah, yeah, heard of it. I believe it is. Right. Oh, I know. I know of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's just one example. And if you just think of like a regular viewer, right, they would watch his show. Like, okay, they, you know, everyone kind of knows the big ones, like Spanish, French, Russian, blah blah blah. But then, like, Tahingra from Ethiopia, kind of thing. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. I think, like I said, like, and then how he's like never really the star of his videos too it's always the people that he's talking to like that's who yeah he almost never films himself well he actually because in that steve kaufman video he he talked to steve how he does like he hides his gopro kind of yeah and like so it's on him and that way the people aren't like they're kind of unaware but then then you're gonna get a genuine like interaction that way right they don't know a camera is actually on them um so yeah uh I think there's, there's been lots of things on uh, social media of how to honor this guy. And I think something to get done. I kind of telling you guys my idea of just something. Um, Cause he just, he had so many languages, man. So I think any way to honor Moses, you need something like big. Um, so hopefully details on that soon about honoring him, but I'm excited to see like Steve Kaufman recommended like building a library for him and, ohio or, or like a room so um so yeah it was uh it was just a weekend processing that but um i don't know man i just i dabbled in a lot of languages this weekend to like just kind of be in the spirit of moses kind of thing so uh that's uh you guys your new locations i'm just sticking around here studying languages so but so um yeah that's kind of the deal with moses yeah no i hear you so my thing i never i so you guys introduced or ian you introduced me to moses probably Mm -hmm. like last year so i'm not like i don't have this profound relationship right Uh yet so i don't like i don't have that deep connection i obviously think he's a very cool guy Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of his videos, but I haven't been like following for a longer period of time. So it's not like as close to me as it is for you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I'm absolutely heartbroken. Like the guy is obviously the coolest polyglot oh, there is. Like obviously, like save the languages, man. Like that. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> get those hoodies. Gotta sure. get those hoodies. Gotta get those hoodies. Um, so um, yeah, I wish more people like him were around because i love yeah. his method like i don't i don't yeah like man that. that is your method that is like, my in method in terms of like go out and speak like he does all that the background he did all the background work like does he though does but, he study grammar because i don't study grammar anymore at no, all so i think he said in a video like he doesn't look at grammar till way later it's yeah. never an initial because i guys before like I used to like look up and study like a little bit. I just stopped entirely. Like I just Portuguese, just listen to Pimsleur and and mm-hmm. I started listening to like easy Portuguese on YouTube and stuff. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna right. listen to it and speak it a lot and see what happens. Right. And I think because that's so what I did with French. I never really studied grammar with French. Yeah, and 
and then just going from there like from what you've listened to what you've um acquired and then just go yeah just go speak to the speakers right and without right. even having spoken like i've studied grammar right and right. that's why i want all these meetups yeah 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 come back please because think like we know this firsthand experience but think of moses and all these languages like he's getting these feedback loops right like study a little learn the basics go talk to the speaker hey good energy learning something okay i'm gonna go back study a little more hey more speakers just like this positive feed loop the entire time which is that's what we experience in our meetups right and that's honestly like my main (laughs) that's like the main thing i'm i'm longing for post covid yeah going to the meetups here like cody i'm sure that's gonna happen to you in korea man where you're gonna oh yeah you're korean you're gonna learn something you're getting inspired good energy and then yeah i'll barely even need to to try to speak yeah exactly (laughs) oh excuse me i'm gonna be the only foreign teacher at my school so Mm right it's yeah like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the perfect like other than the fact that i have to speak english for my job it's gonna yeah, be the perfect yeah. language learning environment yeah yeah exactly right everything's right there for you so yeah and i mean the meet the personal meetup or the first face-to-face is it's better cody Cody, what? I gotta say, it's gonna be really fun to follow your adventures. Yeah, man. So yeah, stay I, feel, tuned. I feel like stay a little part of me. Videos. I feel like a little part of me is going to Korea. Oh, nice. And Cody, I want you so like you know when I went to Spain and I was sending you a bunch of like pictures and videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want you to do the same, man. Same, I want to see, but I want to, I want to follow you, man. Korea. Yeah, for sure. I want to, I want to be there. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, and it's it, it just like um, kind of just saying what we were about Moses is just like for anything, um, something that his death has brought to light for me is just like it's just a stark reminder to just like he said, like live your absolute best life. Seriously, right? man. Like, it's, don't mm-hmm. waste it because you've only got one shot, and you don't know when it's gonna leave. Like, case in point with with him, like. 40 years old crazy man boom gone crazy like you, you never know when your ticket's gonna get punched so um you learn just more gotta, languages yeah you just gotta take advantage of this time that you have got on this earth and be the best version of yourself that you can be yeah yeah like, do 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 what you want to do like have fun that's oh, yeah. my big thing like do exactly what you feel that you're motivated to do yeah, for sure. If you want to learn Portuguese, follow Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Seize the day. Carpe diem, right? Like, Carpe diem. No? Um, yeah. I just think with Moses, man, we have like thousands of hours of him doing that, seizing the day. Right? Like I'm, I'm, much, I'm watching him right now, you guys. He's talking he's in Arabic, like to some girl. And I think. Like, and like we've talked about, so this hundred language list that I've been obsessed with, like there's so many Arabics too, right? Like, so he's probably like scanning his brain right now. Is this Moroccan? Is this yeah. it's Sudanese Arabic? Like, yeah. But he had that, like, he had that reach. He had that grasp of everything, which is just like, oh my God, man. It's the admiration. 
like like who couldn't he talk to is basically my question yeah, right. Swedish yeah yeah he did some Swedish yeah and I'll have to look up just type that's the coolest thing like type in Moses Cormac or Lao Shufi 5000 any language the it. dude's probably done it like I'm hot here I'm gonna do it more than likely so yeah do it right now because yeah like 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 no geographical like there's the one video he's just speaking the one lady's like oh i'm from hungarian like i'm from hungary and just like boss out in hungarian so yeah yeah seize the day seriously because and and like he sees the day and he documented it all for for inspiration um for a lot of us and just yeah man it's uh it's just to hear i didn't know he was this big to be completely honest to be completely frank with you guys like i i knew he was pretty huge but uh uh-huh it's it's strange when someone's death can there's no there's no moses swedish video Uh, okay well you have to what about norwegian because I was watching a video earlier today and he had he like had the Swedish flag pop up in one of his videos. So yeah. The dabbler, man. He's the dabbler. So uh, well this guy, what's his name? Wouter? Wouter? Yeah. Wouter. He has a video with language come up that has thirteen thousand views. Oh, Wouter is big, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like this is like his biggest video from three days ago like it's got it has it's like a tribute voter gets like but like a thousand videos thousand views per video but this one with language come up has thirteen thousand already no Walter, dude Walter gets big views dude. yeah he gets big views yeah i'm looking at all his views and it's not no look no at like, go like to his, i'll go talk to you and videos yeah man okay he gets it's a lot big. of views but he, he he's big with language. like it's just funny that him him and language come up have a like they're going hard. Yeah, they got a great. They're they um. They, what I'm trying to say is that their their Moses, um, honoring video. Mm-hmm. There's a guy popular. The guy that had the most popular one. I retweeted it. His name's Xiaoming. I didn't really. I gotta check more of him out. Uh, American guy that speaks Chinese. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know a ton about him, but uh, his. His Moses, uh, Moses video is close to a million views already, and it's it's emotional. Like they're all emotional, right? Um, I don't know if I, yeah, I don't know if I, I've already watched a couple. I, I have a hard yeah, time watching like super emotional stuff. Well, like that. Yeah, I get it's, very, dude, it's hard, man. It's yeah, hard. it's hard. It's so, hard for me. Um, so yeah, just in the spirit of Moses, um, just seize the day, everybody. That's really, gotta be the, that's really the story, like. All right, guys. Do we want to? It's it's a little late here. I gotta wake up. Yeah, early tomorrow. yeah. No, I, we can keep this one nice and short. Yeah, I'm gonna eat um, a big ass meal and take a <laughs> bath and go to bed. <laughs> hotel bath. Yeah, hotel bath. Uh, <laughs> what did Joe Rogan say about hotel rooms? Hey, hey, oh no! 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 no. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, all right. So Cody, man. We're gonna be talking to you in Korea in quarantine next time, eh? You'll be in another hotel. You'll be in a. You'll be in a. No, hotel. I'll be in my house. 
Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Come in mind. House. house arrest. You'll be under house arrest. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. But, that's right. Yeah. I know oh, exactly yeah. what the intro song is going to be for when you're out of house arrest. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got one. We got one for that. We got one for um, that. But I think our next episode will be Our Man in Quarantine. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. All right, everybody. All right, folks. Thank Good you. Um, rest in peace, Mosaic McCormick. Wow, she 55,000. Love you, dude. Bye-bye. So, bye. bye.